This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to another episode of Self Care and Chill with Maui. And I'm happy to be dropping a podcast episode for y'all today. Um, I love the fact that I'm back in my rhythm of being more consistent, showing up for y'all and for myself on the self-care Sundays. And maybe I'm just happy to be here because I dropped a podcast episode last week and here I am again. And I know y'all are going to be so happy and excited that, dang, we had one last week and we got one again. So I already know what the vibes are going to be. So I hope everybody's enjoying a Sunday so far because I definitely am. Um, let's do a recap of some things that have been going on with me. Um, let's start with the dog. Yeah, that's it. That's the, yeah, that's it. I'm not feeling the dog at all. The dog still don't really like my baby, but the dog is here to stay. My, my, my son with heart will break into a million pieces and my boyfriend, if I got rid of this dog. So I ain't even going to complain about the dog because he's here to stay. And I'm not mean to the dog. I love the dog. But, like, he humps my pillows. He takes all his dog toys and puts them into the middle of my floor purposely. He, every time he sees any of my baby pacifiers or bottles, he run and grab it and chew it all up. Like, I'm done with playing with him, okay? So, that's what he's been up to. My son got put on punishment. Y'all, y'all know I'm always giving y'all a good update for his eyes. I, I couldn't. I gave him to go to school the other day. He told me I was stressing him out, asking him to do too many things that morning. He was crying. He was upset. And I feel like what I, um, a self-reflecting moment for me as a parent, I was getting so overwhelmed and frustrated that morning of him not listening. I'm like, Azai, just come on, get ready for school. Come on. Like he was just so mad, frustrated, upset. And eventually I was like, you know what? Just go lay down because I couldn't get him to leave out the room. So after I had my self-reflecting moment, cause it broke my heart that I had to yell at my son right like that. I feel like with him already being overwhelmed and upset of me saying, clean your room before you leave, tie your shoes, get ready. When I seen that he was mad and upset, I could have been, I could have said, you know what, just take five minutes to yourself, calm back down, and then we're going we're gonna to leave out for school. But for me to be overwhelmed and upset because you're running late and you do this every morning and taking your time so that you will be late for school, it's never good in any of our relationships to fight fire with fire. Two people being overwhelmed and upset and just, it's seven o'clock in the morning. So next time around, if this ever occurs, then I definitely will approach the situation a, a lot more gently. Because um, it made me sad having to put my son on punishment with no electronics all week. He was so bored, but girl, when I grabbed his arm and said, come on, like he pulled his arm away from me. I just felt like I was watching South Park and how Cartman used to act. In the, in the show, and I refuse. We are going to nip this in the bud right now. You will not be pulling away your arm, your arm away from me like that, like you was ready to hit me or something. I don't know, girl. But next time around, I definitely want to make sure that I, I am a little bit more gentle and understanding. And the only thing that I ever think about that is the compassion and love that I have for my child and the understanding. I know that I don't want my child to be one of them kids that's in school or in this real world, any little thing that doesn't go their way. 
they are sad or they're crying or they're overwhelmed because they're used to everything going their way at home and they're used to everybody being so understanding at home. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I want this place to be a house full of love. Um, these kids got enough to deal with in the real world. So if my son going to cry, he going to cry. And y'all better not say nothing about it. Um, I don't want to be as rough as this world is. Because um, that's eventually what your kids will go out and realize for themselves. Another thing that has been going on with me is I've been working out every day at 12 o'clock with my trainer. Um, it's been really, really something beautiful to do while I am seven, almost two months postpartum. Um, so I'm going to get into that a little bit more too. Um, I work out with my trainer every day, 12 in the afternoon. I work, I've been working out again at 8 o'clock at night. I've been going for a, a two-mile walk every morning with the baby. And it's been a great time to just clear my mind, just focus on something, keeping a promise to myself. I feel good. I'm sleeping better. I got more energy. I'm eating clean. I'm not having a desire to eat nasty foods because, well, let's not say nasty because they do be good. I'm not having a desire to eat unhealthy foods because I don't want to feel like my workout for the day went down a drain. Um, yeah, and my boyfriend's good too. And he's been more healthy because I've been in the house cooking stuff with no carbs. So we been, we've been eating protein and vegetables and I've been making juices and smoothies. And I also joined a new gym. Um, I went to my first cardio class, my cardio dance class yesterday. Um, I was a little nervous because I was going alone. Like, I like to go out to eat by myself, and I do a lot of self-care alone. But joining a dance class that was filled with over 50 people by myself, that was a new height for my self-care. But I enjoyed myself thoroughly. I made some new friends there in the class, and I signed up for about four more classes this week. Um, so that's been really, really um, good. But um, I want to talk about this partnership that... Um, I got going on now that I'm being healthy, being conscious of me losing weight, eating better. So I partnered with Fit Beats Co. Fit Beats Co. Follow them on Instagram. I'm not really sure if y'all have are familiar with it or if you heard about it, but they're a self love platform that's centered around waist beads and their ability to up, uplift and enrich and encourage self care. And y'all know that I love self care. That is what I stand for. And they are a black woman-owned business, and all of their waste beads are made in Ghana. So I love that, too. And there's so many waste bead companies who reach out to me, and I'm like, yeah, no thank you. Uh, no thank you because, no. But this one, when I went to their page, and I just seen how they show so many women with different, different size women, different color women, just so much diversity. I love that so much. It was just so diverse, making so many different women feel comfortable in their skin. Um, so their mission is to extend the cultural practice of African waste beads in the wellness space and focusing on strengthening of women's relationships with their bodies and basically promoting body acceptance and care and positivity. Okay. And I love that. Um, with me losing weight and me being more consistent, going to the gym, the ways, me wearing a waist bead will show me how much inches I'm losing. Because my trainer is not a trainer who does cardio, we do strength and conditioning, I'm lose, I can visually see that I'm losing weight. 
but the scale isn't changing, okay? And I don't want to be discouraged by the scale. So what I will do is have my waist beads on and I'm going to judge by how loose my waist beads is getting, okay? Because so many people have told me that um, they've tracked their weight loss journey with their waist beads and how they had to adjust it and tie it tighter and all types of stuff. So yes, make sure that you guys go to their Instagram and check them out. And you can also use the code MAUI20 so that y'all can get 20% off your first purchase. And I love that she did that. I love that the um, company did that for all of you. So anybody listening, anybody who wants to be on a weight loss journey with me too, use the code on their website. I'm also going to put their website in the description of this podcast episode so that you don't forget the code. Um, and you can also get 20% off your first purchase. But I love this for us. I want this summer, summer to be a healthy, healed, hot girl summer for us. Feeling good, looking good. And making sure that we're vibrating at our higher self and really feeling good about ourselves. So that has been a recap for me. So the podcast for today is I have sex too fast when I'm dating. And recently I did an interview um, on Instagram with Red Pillar. And he's a dope, um, just a dope conscious person. He has a YouTube. A lot of people follow him for a bunch of different reasons. And I felt really grateful to be doing an um, interview with him. So at one point of the interview, we were talking about, um, we were doing Q and A's and we was talking about dating and somebody said, well, if you dating, when is too soon to have sex? And I don't never want to give people numbers because, you know, things vary for different, for different people at different times. But one thing I will say is me personally, when I'm dating, I'm not having sex because I feel like sex isn't a part of dating. Dating is you getting to know somebody you doing things to see if you're compatible if you share the same interests the same values sex confuses things you exchanging so much emotional energy with somebody makes things a little bit more complicated i don't never want to be in a situation where i'm talking to a guy he's a little inconsistent he's okay right now but i'm super attracted to him and the attraction and the chemistry is there as far as lust and then I have sex with him and now the fact that the sex was so good is making me blinded to every other red flag because now I'm emotionally invested into the situation because you know I have sex with this guy and most of the time when we have sex with somebody you don't want to just cut them off immediately you feel like a part of well me personally I feel like all right let me at least try to make this work a little bit like I just had sex with him um and then we have other people who feel like, well, Maui, I don't want to waste my time talking to somebody and I really like them. And then I end up having sex with them and the sex is horrible. So the way I feel about that is I can listen. As long as your penis is a nice size, I can teach you what needs to be taught, especially if you have majority of the qualities that I'm looking for in the partner. What you think that I'm going to give up talking to a guy? That has majority of the qualities that I'm looking for in a world where it's hard to find somebody that you're even compatible with or you share some chemistry with that isn't shallow. You think that I'm going to give up this because I don't like the way he has sex? Girl, now, speak for yourself because I'm going to make mine work. I'm going to, we're going to figure this one out. Um, I'm not willing to give up immediately on a relationship just because I don't like the sex, especially if this person has majority of the qualities that you're looking for. But I do feel like Part of the reason that 
a lot of us don't get courted properly or you guys send me emails and DMs and you tell me how, oh, Maui, this person has never took me on a date. This person isn't romantic. This person doesn't do this. In a dating process, when you were teaching a person how to love you, when you were teaching them about the things that you like, the things that you're into and your interests, you had sex with this person. So you never really taught this person how you want to be loved or how you want to be dated or courted. You never taught them these things. So control, we, we get so controlled by lust and how somebody looks. And, try, and, and another, another thing is sometimes we meet people and they're so inconsistent that we think that if their sex is better, it'll make them consistent. Like, you know what, girl? I'm going to put it on him tonight and watch. He's going to be acting so different. Watch, he start calling my phone more. And then we get mad when our sex ain't, ain't able to change somebody's personality. Because let me tell you something. It don't matter how good your sex is. If a person isn't interested in you in that way, then they're not interested in you that, in that way. It's a bunch of... Listen, women, we outnumber the men. Remember that. It's a bunch of women that's thinking the exact same way. That you know what? I can do something that will change his mind. This will make me stand out. I'm going to start cooking breakfast for him. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to be nasty. Anything that he asks me to do, I'm going to do it and show up for him. And when we, when we get this person and they're still inconsistent, or they're still not loving us the way we thought, we feel like, hold on. Uh-uh. I want to take my vagina back. <laughs> I want a refund on it. Ain't no refunds in this game. Okay? Um, so, Yeah. Being more patient, getting to know people. Dating means dating. And dating means you can date more than one person. You're not having sex with these people. You're getting to know these people. Stop having sex so fast. I'm not trying to manage your vagina and tell you what to do with it. But if the outcome keeps being the same for you in every situation and you know that that's something that you've been doing, if you know that um, it doesn't take much for a man to have sex with you, we can do some things differently. Especially if you want a different outcome, especially if you want to be treated a, a certain way. And I'm not saying that men who have sex with you super fast are not going to respect you and, and appreciate you. But I'm saying that you're not putting the odds in your favor when you do stuff like that. You're making the game a little bit more risky. Now, if you're one of them people that you don't care and you're just at a place in your life where you just want to have sex, no strings attached, you don't care how, what he thinks of you, then that's your business. I don't know. I don't know what to say to you. But that's 100% your, your business. But to the people <laughs> who don't think like that, and that's not the case, and you listening in, <coughs> we could be a little bit more patient when it comes to sharing our bodies and being intimate with somebody. It's so much of an emotional connection. So much energy gets exchanged. When we have sex with people. So during the interview and a conversation with Red Pill, he had said people don't realize that the courting process is going to be one of the best parts of your relationship because that's what you will always look back on and remember. A lot of your best and greatest memories will be in the courting process. And I'm like, eh. I thought about it and I thought about me being in a relationship with my partner. I'm constantly bringing up... When we went out on dates in the beginning or remember when we went here for the first time or remember. And these were all things when we were dating. So when he said that, I never thought of it in that way. But a lot of us are always talking about the things that we did in the beginning with our partner. And sometimes it was sex included. Sometimes it wasn't. In my case, it wasn't no sex included. But 
there were so many things in the beginning that made me like, it was so many times where I was just looking at my partner, like, I want to give him some, but I don't want to give him none because I haven't given him none this for, and I'm loving this. Um, so then I start feeling like, dang, I never want to give you none, but I do want to give you some, but I really don't because wow, this feels really good. Having somebody just like me for me, me really liking somebody so much and enjoying their company. And I'm not sure what this sex is going to be like. I'm not sure if I'm going to like it at all, but I like you as a person. I like how I feel with you. I like how you treat me. I like how you look at me. I like how you talk to me. And I'm just praying that when we take that step, whoo. It was. It's not a waste of time. So I get why some people feel like Maui. I don't want to be wasting time just getting to know person, especially to the people who are super sexual. Um, and y'all like to have sex all the time, or y'all just nasty, y'all freaky. To those people, I can get why that's something that they would really, really have to think about. Cause you don't want to feel like you waste your time because that is a big part of you your relationships. So I understand 100%. Don't think that I don't understand. Don't think I'm out here and I'm just don't never want to have sex. Don't never want y'all to have sex. Don't understand nothing that involves sex because that's not the case. Um, I do understand that some of y'all are a lot more sexual than me. Sex probably plays a way bigger part in some relationships than it does mine. So I know that what I might feel like is okay or not that bad. Other people would be like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not teaching nobody to have sex. Or, uh uh-uh, if it's not right the first time, then it's a no for me. I get it. But, like I said, sometimes we got to do something different to get results that we never had before. Um, I would hate for you to just continue to be going about things the same way. And one thing that you guys know is majority of my friends, my best friends are men. I tell you this all the time. And when I'm talking about certain topics, I always ask them, how do they feel or what's their experience? And as y'all know, a lot of my close guy friends are what I would consider successful men and pretty attractive. I don't really have nobody that would consider unattractive. Um, But when I ask them about the dating process with women, they always talk about how easy it is to to have sex. They always talk about how you ain't really got to take these girls nowhere if you don't want to. Um. One of my friends always say, all you got to do is invite a girl over your house and she can see how nice your crib is and how you live in and she'll have sex with you. And it's like, what? But I understand it. You're going over his house. You feel like, oh, he got money or he got this. I'm going to have sex with him. He didn't have to take you nowhere. He didn't really have to get to know you. You don't really know him like that. But I know that some people are just selling a dream and lifestyles and you don't know him that much, but this could not even be his place. This might not even be his where he lives. He could, this could be an Airbnb for all you know. I would hate for you to just be giving it up based off somewhere about where somebody lived and this was an Airbnb. I would really be sad for you and your vagina. Um, but in this dating process, when we get in these relationships and this person is a narcissist or this person is just selfish and this person isn't romantic and this person isn't all of these things, Do you think that these things would change if we took our time during the dating process to get to know people for who they really are? Because people can't pretend forever. Okay. Outside of how my partner treat me, I look, I always looked at how he was treating other people, how other people felt about him, the things that other people that knew him had to say about him to me. Um, 
because I know that people can't pretend forever. Even if I felt like he was wonderful. If so many other people felt a different way, I feel like it would make me want to want to take my time even more because everybody can't just be making this up. And it's not a situation where, well, people can't, you can't let people have an opinion on who you're talking to or nothing like that. This is me just having common sense. Everybody's not going to say the same thing about somebody. They're not going to go out their way to just make up a lie or say this person is selfish or this person is mean. But in the midst of you dating, if you're dating a person that never wants to go anywhere, do you think that when you get in a relationship with them, they're just going to be so much fun? They're just going to want to travel the world, go out to eat, do all of these things every single day when that wasn't who they were when you met them? Do you think if you're talking to a person that's not that um, emotional, intelligent, or isn't comfortable being vulnerable, they're going to get in a relationship with you and just start pouring their heart out? Just start pulling, pouring all their emotions out? Let's really, let's be logical here. So in this, in this midst of dating, I can say like, you know what? This person, uh-uh, he's not enough fun for me. This person isn't like uh, outgoing enough for me. This person isn't family oriented enough. This person doesn't have the same beliefs that I have. It's so many different things that will give me what I need to know. Instead of me having sex and becoming in a full-blown relationship with this person, just for me to eventually see, oh no. When I literally could have figured this out in the beginning. Absolutely not. I don't have to play this game. So at this point, not only are people having sex super fast, they got the nerve to be having sex with people they're not even compatible with. You having sex with people that you hate. You having sex with people you don't even like as a person. I'm not telling you what to do with your body parts, with your private areas. I'm not. I promise you I'm not. But at what point does the self-respect for me? I'm not going to say that you ain't got no self-respect. But what point do I, the standards that I have for myself are so strong and so intact and things that I'm not willing to budge on mean more to me than it being two o'clock in the morning and I don't even care no more. Or girl, we've been talking for two weeks. He's been looking so good. Or girl, he took me to the movies. I'm going to give him some next time I see him. What? Over a, what? And I'm not saying sell your body parts. If you listen to the last podcast episode called, um, I'm not a, um, escort, then, you know, I'm not saying have sex with somebody cause they did something nice for you, but I want you to be at a point in dating that the chemistry is there. The connection is there. It, things are feelings are mutual and I feel like I'm ready to have sex with this person and I don't feel like it will be a waste of time I feel like we're growing and evolving together I don't want you to just be having sex just to be having sex with anybody it's like what 30 years old 50 years old in situationships in <laughs> relationships that's solely based off sex and this person can offer you nothing in the last podcast in the last episode too when I said I'm in love with a bum you're sharing your body in the most intimate parts with yourself for a person that you can't even rely on. For a person that you can't even communicate properly with. My daughter want to be on this podcast so bad. You hear her talking? For a person that, if you were sitting here crying, they wouldn't even try to wipe your tears. They're unfazed by any type of emotion that you have. 
we're having sex first and asking questions later. We're having so sex so fast and then asking somebody that we want asking somebody to take us out to eat. Then we're talking about how we want somebody to be romantic. We're having sex and then asking them, so what are we? What are we doing here? We're literally asking everything that we're supposed to be asking after we gave them what they wanted. Are you are we giving people what they want so fast because we think that they won't like us? We're afraid they might go somewhere, they might get it from somewhere else. Like, let me know what it is. Because if you're dating, you're properly dating, we know that he can, he's allowed to go get this from somewhere else. He's allowed to go get his sexual needs met from wherever he was getting them met before he met me. It's perfectly fine. I'm not his girlfriend. He has no loyalty to me. He's getting to know, he is getting to know me just, as, just like I'm getting to know him, 100%. I'm perfectly fine with him, with him getting it elsewhere because, listen, I'm not going to be giving up my body or having sex with you prematurely because I'm worried that you might get it from somewhere else or I'm worried that you might not like me or you might think I'm boring any of those things I'm so sure that I'm a good person and that eventually I'll meet who I'm who I'm supposed to be with that if I feel like I'm I should wait or I'm not ready or I'm not comfortable I'm not doing shit I'm not comfortable with you would not guilt trip or try to manipulate me into doing something that I don't want to do I can't stand the fact that there is a lot of women out there that these men feel the need that they don't have to treat them a certain way or respect them a certain way or do nice things for them because they're going to get what they want anyway. I don't like that. I want you to I want you to know what it's like what it feels like to really be loved, to be appreciated, to be desired, to be res- all of that. I want you to be able to feel all every last part of it. I want you to have sex with somebody that makes you feel comfortable. And more importantly, I want you to have sex with somebody that loves, respects, and appreciates your body too. That makes you feel so comfortable and beautiful in your skin. I want to share my body with you because of how much, how comfortable you make me feel. How beautiful in my own skin you make me feel. How desired I feel. How much I feel wanted by you. And now I want I want you to turn my body into your wonderland. Boy, now I'm about to give you some. You as a gentleman, you appreciate a divine, wonderful, beautiful woman like myself that is also funny. I'm, I might have something for you. I might have a little treat for you, actually. I want to experience something with you, sir. I love that for you. I love that for me. I love that for all of us. Not rushing, taking our time, getting exactly what... Listen, I came here to get exactly what I want. Nothing short of it. So if you out here settling, that's on you. If you out here getting humped on every single day of the week, but you can't ask this man to take you to go get a burger, that's on you. If you know this person only calls you when they want to come over and hump on you, that's on you. If you know this person only calls you because you be cooking dinner for them and humping and they be humping on you, that's on you. I ain't trying to be smart. I'm just saying. That's literally the life that you're waking up every day and choosing. I'm okay with just sharing my body with this person. This isn't going nowhere. This isn't ending in a fairy tale. We're probably not going to get married. What's crazy to me is that you might end up you might end up pregnant by this jerk. And then the joke won't be so funny no more. Then it won't be as funny as we thought it was before. Now we're like actually in a serious situation and it's like not even funny no more. Like the joke is, it went too far. 
But I wish you well and you're going to do what you want to do if there's anything that I know. So hopefully somebody needed to hear that message. Somebody needed to hear that message today at day and they're going to reconsider the way they've been dating and how soon they be having sex with people. Um, some of y'all way too old to be talking about what well, was the vibe. It was the vibe. What? And stop inviting people over your house. If you know that you don't want to have sex, don't go over your house. Nobody's going over nobody's house. We're literally getting to know each other outside. Please. Like, let's let's make mature decisions, too. With me knowing I'm not comfortable or ready to have sex, I also am not comfortable going over somebody's home. Not saying if I'm going over your house, we got to be having sex or anything like that. But I'm also not putting in myself in positions where it could be the it could be giving mixed signals or if I feel like I can't control my lust and my temptation, I'm not going to put myself in a position either to be doing something I might regret. So let's learn how to date outside. Dates mean, dating means going on dates. Go somewhere. Start requiring people to actually do something for you. If you dating and listen, and you can also take people on dates too. If you really like somebody, y'all been dating for a while, offer that man a date. Offer her a date, however it's been going. I'm not saying initiate a date with a man because men know what they want. I'm not saying initiate a date, initiate no date with a, with a grown man. But I'm just saying, if he's been treating you nice and respecting you and appreciating you, there's nothing wrong with reciprocating. We love a woman that reciprocates as well as a man. But one last time, before I go, well, hopefully somebody needing to hear this message. Um, If you didn't hear earlier about my um partnership with Fitbeats, dot co on instagram you guys can use my code maui20 so that you could get 20 percent off your weights beats um yeah as you guys can see from my instagram i've been on my weight loss journey after having a baby and getting back comfortable in my skin no rush no pressure i'm definitely not confining to the pressures of social media um feeling like i have to snap back or any anything like that but me working out and me taking time for myself and doing things that's, that's been keeping me active have been a part of my self-care. So you guys can go to fitbeads.co on Instagram and use my code MAUI20 so that you can um, order you some waist beads too. Um, the whole page is filled with like body empowerment and self-love. Um, I'm really interested in seeing what people love so much about waist beads when it comes to losing weight, weight and feeling good about themselves. I know that that's the only thing I'm missing in my self-care journey. I feel like everybody who loves themselves, like waist beads is a part of the I love myself starter pick and I don't have none. So I got sage, I got candles, like I got crystals, like I'm literally missing waist beads. Um, I got a sound bowl, girl. Now I'm about to have waist beads right up on this, listen, right on this postpartum stomach. So when you see me on Instagram... Living my best waist beaded life. Please understand that I'm losing inches on his waist. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Um, I love you guys so much. <laughs> Why do I have to always make everything a joke? Yeah, and my code is Maui20. I don't have to always make everything a joke. It'll also be in the description of this podcast. But I love y'all. And it's nothing that I enjoy more than coming on this podcast every week and hopefully giving somebody some clarity or some advice that they need in a situation that they're going through. I would hate for you to spend your life settling or making it or continuing to make the same wrong decisions 
or to continue being in situations and relationships with people who only halfway love you. You deserve the love that you give to other people. Nothing short of it. Um, you deserve the love that you give to everybody else. And please understand and know if you decide to be somewhere where you are loved and treated less than, even if you don't know that you deserve more. I hope that when you listen to my podcast, I remind you that you do. Um, even if you don't feel it right now, even if you can't see anything better than where you at or the person that you're talking to and they're hurting you so much or you don't feel loved, you don't feel any of those things. I hope that listening to the episodes remind you that you deserve to be loved. And if it's not from another person, I hope that it at least reminds you to love yourself and feel good about you and who you are um, and what you bring to this world and how needed you are and how you are special. So nonetheless, I hope you guys have enjoyed your self-care Sunday. I hope that you've you've done something for yourself today. And I hope you ain't let nobody mess your day up today. So I'll see you guys next week. God willing.